Welcome to our Bon Bon podcast series, with Matt and Joanna. We provide critical information that affects your everyday life. Please be advised that the following program is for entertainment purposes only. Hello everyone. Today's topic is, Toxin Residues in Our Bodies. This is part of our Healthy Living series. We will continue to have many podcasts on this theme. In the past, we talked about toxic foods from China. To take a break from the China series, today, we provide some useful information of toxin residues, or what have accumulated in our bodies to cause us fat and sick. We will go over in details about arsenic in food, and why you should minimize feeding your baby rice products. At the end of the podcast, you would think twice about your lifestyle, and eating habits. You'll be surprised, or shocked by what we are about to say. Matt, I have friends who told me that we will all have to die one day. Our body is not made to live forever. In the old time, people used to die before 40. So why bother watching what we eat? Joanna, I have seen people who are trying to hang on to their lives, and wish that they do not have to go through chemotherapy or can live long enough to see their kids graduate from college. Being seriously ill, is not having a good quality of life. And this does not even count the huge medical bills, that can make you broke in the United States. If you are lucky, you died in your sleep without any suffering. But most people have to suffer for a long time before dying. Let me begin by saying that. Our food supply today is not as high quality as the one that our grandparents used to purchase. Therefore, as consumers, we need to be smarter when buying food, and should be more aware of the foods that we eat. We live in a society where large corporations are driven by profits and returns on investments. Consumers are heavily influenced by advertising and misled by food labels. I totally agreed. I remember seeing an advertisement on primetime television, stating that high fructose corn syrup is just sugar made from corn. Give me a break. It is not the same as sugar from sugarcane, and can cause all kind of adverse effect to your body. We will tell you why later. Processed foods cause obesity and serious illnesses. The modern life of an average working person is fast-paced and stressful. As a result, people end up eating convenient, highly processed foods loaded with toxins, trans fats, preservatives, chemicals, salt and sugars that are undermining their health. This phenomenon is not coincidental. Giant food corporations have been spending millions of dollars in advertising per year, to push inexpensive, non-nutritious foods to our dinner tables, regardless of the effects on our health. There are chronic illnesses and serious diseases seen today, that were not around 30 years ago. The number of children born with autism, or birth defect is also increasing. Obesity has become epidemic in America. More than two-thirds of adults, and one-third of children are overweight. In the old time, people look pretty thin and normal. The overweight ones do not look inflated like a balloon, with a very large amount of fat, around their waistline, like the people we see today, especially in the United States. What most people do not realize that, chemicals, and toxins in food, can cause eating disorder, and immune system deficiency. 
yes, chemicals and toxins in foods or consumer products, and the environment, disrupt the endocrine system, mimic the male and female natural hormones, and lower the immune system. As a result, they cause hormonal imbalance, eating disorder, and all sorts of health problems. Today, food is mass-produced and stuffed with fillers, preservatives, chemicals, MSG or monosodium glutamate, artificial colorings, and additives. In addition, heavy doses of sugars and high-fructose corn syrup, are added to desserts and snacks, addicting us to them like a drug and causing us to crave more. High-fructose corn syrup, a cheaper alternative to sugar, causes a non-alcoholic fatty liver and obesity. Wow, that is a mouthful. That is interesting what you just said about high-fructose corn syrup. I just saw a post on Facebook that someone was in need of a liver transplant. And that person does not drink alcohol, but got a fatty liver. So, now it makes a lot of sense. Matt, you mentioned that chemicals and toxins in food can disrupt the endocrine system, causing all kind of health issues. What exactly is, the endocrine system? Good question. The endocrine system is a collection of glands, such as pineal gland, pituitary gland, pancreas, ovaries, testicles, thyroid gland, hypothalamus, gastrointestinal tract, and adrenal glands. These glands secrete and regulate hormones in our bodies. In addition to these major glands, many other organs, such as bones, kidneys, livers, parts, and gonads, also have secondary endocrine functions. The endocrine system is an information signal system like the nervous system, that the body relies on for proper metabolism and hormone regulation. In order words, the endocrine system will dictate how much and which hormones to release to proper metabolize fat or sugar, for example. If the endocrine system is disrupted, your body may store more fat. Exactly, some people may crave for more food because the body signals are out of control, making them think that they are hungry all the time. This is so true, a while ago, I ate some processed cookies. Then, all of a sudden, my body became extremely hungry. My hormones must be out of balance. By the way, I am glad that the FDA banned trans fats in 2018, and finally admitted that it is harmful to health. Products manufactured before this date could still be distributed until January 2020, or in some cases 2021. Since the ban, many food manufacturers have reformulated their products to use other ingredients. Studies found that trans fats cause heart attacks. Well, trans fats also cause obesity and other serious illnesses. In the 1950s and 1960s, people thought that butter were bad for them and consumed margarine instead, which is basically trans fat back then. Trans fats cause blockages in the arteries, obesity, inflammation, and other serious illnesses. Our bodies are not made to digest trans fats, but they can correctly metabolize natural fats such as organic butter, or oil. Using pure butter, or regular vegetable oil in cookies, bread, or snacks would allow them to spoil within days. However, if they are made with trans fats, they will last for several months.
Trans fats are the major cause of obesity and heart disease in America. For those who do not know what trans fats are, trans fats are hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated oil. Restaurants can use this type of oil over and over again without having to change it. In processed food, trans fats help keep the products on the shelves for a long time. California is the first state to ban trans fats in restaurants. In July 2008, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger signed the bill to outlaw trans fats in restaurants. At the same time, New York City banned trans fats in restaurants as well. In 2018, the FDA banned trans fats from processed food. But here is the catch: if it is less than half a percent, food companies can claim it as zero percent trans fat. As a result, they reduce the serving portion to very little to make it less than half a percent to claim that is zero percent trans fat. In addition, food manufacturers can still seek FDA permission to use partially hydrogenated oils in foods or trans fat if they cannot find a way to reformulate products. As a reminder, consuming more than one gram of trans fat is harmful to health. Unfortunately, it does not take much to exceed one gram. The World Health Organization called on governments around the world to eliminate the use of trans fats by 2023. The group provided a set of guidelines to help eradicate trans fats from food supplies, and said that doing so could save 10 million lives. Can you imagine? All it takes is more than one gram of trans fats to harm you. Joanna, get ready for more disturbing facts. This is another reason why American consumers have been accumulated so much toxins in their bodies. This is due to more and more toxins in our food supply. Large producers spray trees and plants with pesticides regularly to keep pests away. Chickens, cows, or pigs are fed growth hormones, arsenic drugs, antibiotics, or processed foods. They are now raised in factory farms and industrial slaughterhouses. That offer distressingly conditions for the development and spread of bacteria and illnesses. To keep a chicken from being contaminated on a large scale before packing it, producers dip it into a strong chlorine water bath, a practice banned by the European Union and the U.S. Department of Agriculture organic rules. Animal-grade meat fillers, disinfected with ammonia, are mixed in burgers and hot dogs. Matt. There is another word for this. It is called pink slime. I just stopped eating hot dogs or burgers unless I know they came from good sources. It just sounds disgusting to me. I remember back in 2012, the media had reported disturbing, controversial news about ground beef being mixed with pink slime. As a result, some major buyers and grocery chains stated that they would stop buying the product to mix with their ground beef. However, another version of pink slime is back for your burger again. This is even more disturbing. The Washington Post reported that the U.S. government was buying seven million pounds worth of pink slime for school cafeterias to feed your kids. For those of you who wonder what pink slime is, the product is made from bits of meat left over from other cuts. It's heated and spun to remove the fat. Treated with ammonium hydroxide gas to sanitize it. 
The product is not allowed in Canada due to the presence of ammonia, and is banned for human consumption in the European Union. Matt, why don't we hear about pink slime anymore? Joanna, I got news for you. Since then, the USDA had changed the rules to allow meat companies to label pink slime as ground beef. You may be eating it at the restaurants or buying it at the supermarkets without knowing. This is why the word pink slime vanished. I want to mention that GMOs can cause chronic illnesses. Since GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, were approved for commercial use in 1996, their production has increased dramatically. Most plants are engineered with bacterial genes that allow them to survive deadly doses of herbicide, and some can even produce their own pesticides to kill the bugs that eat them. About 70% of the processed foods sold at supermarkets in North America are GMOs. Corn, soybeans, cotton, and potatoes are the most genetically modified crops. Other popular and approved food crops include sugar beets, alfalfa, canola, papaya, and summer squash. More recently, apples that do not brown, and bruise-free potatoes, were also approved by the FDA. The health effects of consuming GMOs include food allergies, irritable bowels, organ damage, and cancer. Most countries in the European Union have banned GMOs. The United States has no official legislation banning GMOs. GMOs is another subject of discussion. We will discuss it further in details in our later podcast. To conclude the podcast, I just want to say that there are many factors that can harm your body. Cigarette smoking, alcohol, obesity, poor diet, lack of exercise, food toxins, and exposure to household chemicals contributed largely to cancer. After accident, cancer is the second leading cause of death in children ages between 1 and 14 years old. Leukemia and brain tumors are the top two childhood cancers. Interesting, cancer is the second leading cause of death in children. Parental smoking, maternal exposure to paint fumes, and certain chemicals, such as formaldehyde and benzene, increase the risk of childhood leukemia. Unfortunately, formaldehyde is everywhere, from your flooring to furniture. We just talked about toxic Chinese flooring with formaldehyde in our previous podcast. To mothers out there, I hope you would take notes about this fact. My friend's son had a brain tumor when he was five. This is quite disturbing that cancer is the second leading cause of death in children. The takeaway from today is Food is fuel for life and a critical factor in the maintenance of a healthy body and mind. What you put in your mouth will become who you are. Food toxins will consequently lead to bankruptcy, from expensive medical bills, living in a nursing home, impotence, or having a lower quality life. Your doctors prescribe drugs to cure an unhealthy lifestyle that causes disease. Clean food is the secret to health, beauty, and fitness. It will help reverse the aging process or at least minimize damage to the body. You must absolutely stay away from processed foods and fast foods. Avoid GMOs and fruits and vegetables that are exposed heavily to pesticides. 
Due to the amount of growth hormones, antibiotics, and processed foods fed to cattle, chickens, pigs, and farm-raised fish, you should spend more money on organic meat, eggs, dairy products, and fresh wild-caught fish. Matt, it is easy for you to say it. How can a person, who makes minimum wage, afford buying organic food? As we just discussed in our previous podcast, organic food is questionable. I try to find clean food to buy, and pay a lot more for it. But I just wonder if it is really clean as they claim. Joanna, for the sake of discussion, we can just hope that organic food does exist in its true form. Organic food is more costly. However, you can replace animal protein with vegetable protein, such as chickpeas, lentils, or other beans, two or three times per week, with no increase to your budget. It is better for your health, and less expensive to use those forms of vegetable protein. In some parts of the world, where animal protein is expensive, and not widely available, vegetable protein is largely consumed. Frequently, chicken in a recipe can be replaced with organic tofu, or chickpeas. Good idea, I will try to eat more chickpeas. I know they are very good for health. Let's move to the next hot topic. Arsenic in food. All of us have probably consumed arsenic without knowing. By the way, what is arsenic and where it is found? Arsenic is a chemical present in the environment from both natural and human sources. The more toxic arsenic is the inorganic. Inorganic means it is man-made. It is more toxic than organic arsenic, which is produced by nature. Why is arsenic present in food? Lead arsenate insecticides were widely used in cotton fields, orchards, and vineyards until they were banned in the United States in the 1980s. But their residue has remained in the soil and water for many years, as long as 9,000 years, according to some experts. Most fruits and vegetables do not absorb too much of arsenic, except rice, and to some extent apples grown in highly contaminated soil. I want to make it clear that, it does not matter, whether the rice is organic or not, it can still contain arsenic. Interesting. I tend to think that, organic rice does not contain any harmful chemicals, but in this case, I am wrong. Why does rice contain more arsenic than many other crops? Rice grows in wetlands, and inorganic arsenic is found in both water and soil. According to Consumer Reports, white basmati rice from California, India, and Pakistan, and sushi rice from the United States, have 50% less inorganic arsenic than other types of rice. Yes, that is what I have been eating, basmati rice from India and California. I also rinse the rice several times before cooking, to get rid of arsenic. Brown rice has 80% more inorganic arsenic than white rice of the same type. Arsenic accumulates in the grain's outer layers, which are removed to make white rice. Always wash your rice well before cooking. Limit the serving size of rice products to kids, to one or fewer per week, and none to infants. 
Wow, people eat brown rice to get more nutrition. But they may also consume a higher amount of arsenic. What really bothers me is that infant food often contain rice products. Can you imagine feeding young children such poison? Arsenic is toxic to human, and no amount is considered safe. Chronic inorganic arsenic exposure has been shown to cause lung, bladder, and skin cancers, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cognitive deficits, and pregnancy risk. Long-term exposure to high levels of arsenic is very harmful to health. In other words, arsenic is toxic and causes serious illnesses. We should avoid consuming it. Some Chinese rice contains many harmful heavy metals, such as arsenic, lead, and cadmium. As discussed in our previous podcast, China's government disclosed that one-fifth of the country's farmland is polluted, and Chinese rice is contaminated with arsenic, lead, and cadmium. For the past decade, most apple juice concentrate has come from China, and several Chinese provinces, that are primary apple-growing regions, are known to have high arsenic concentrations in groundwater from their use of pesticides. Yes, the United States has been importing a lot of apple juice from China. I stopped drinking apple juice for that reason. If people are diagnosed with cancer, or heart disease, their doctors never question whether they have consumed a lot of heavy metals from food. Actually, most people do not realize that they may have consumed a lot of heavy metals over the years. It is hard to find clean food nowadays, unless you grow your own crops. As discussed in our previous podcast, our food supply is tainted with products from China, some may contain toxic heavy metals. Let's go back to the cadmium in Chinese rice. How toxic is cadmium? Well, let me tell you about cadmium in Chinese rice. About a third of the cadmium absorbed by the human body will concentrate in the kidneys, and another quarter will settle in the liver. Therefore, its damage to human health is very serious. Wow! I have many Asian friends that have liver and kidney diseases. Rice is their main diet. I guess when people eat at restaurants, they would not know where they got the rice from. Let's talk about arsenic in chicken in the United States. It is quite alarming what food corporations will do to increase profits. Yes, it is very sad. In 2010, Johns Hopkins University made headlines for its research publication. The title was, Poultry Drug Increases Levels of Toxic Arsenic in Chicken Meat. Arsenic-based drugs have been used in poultry production for decades to make poultry grow faster, and to make the meat pinker. In 2010, nearly 90% of poultry received such drugs. In 2016, the FDA announced that the last arsenic-based drug would be voluntarily withdrawn from the U.S. market. That is just terrible. This does not mean that drug companies will stop selling their drugs to bordering countries. There is no federal law prohibiting the sale or use of arsenic-based drugs in poultry feed in the United States. Therefore, it will not be long until similar drugs surface in our poultry again. I'm sure a lot of us had eaten arsenic-flavored chicken for decades. And we wonder why we have serious illnesses by the time we are 40. Our healthcare costs are outrageous. 
How about organic chicken? The good news is that the government does not allow organic meat producers to use any kind of chemicals, such as arsenic or antibiotics. Furthermore, producers must individually air chill the chicken before packing. This method is less likely to contaminate the meat with bacteria, and does not use chlorine to sanitize the chicken, as is the normal practice for non-organic chicken. Therefore, it is in your best interest to avoid eating non-organic chicken. Organic chicken tastes much better and is cleaner, but costs more. I can tell the difference between regular chicken and organic chicken. It is the aftertaste. Particularly, leftover chicken just tastes bad when it is not organic. Joanna, if people are used to eating regular, chlorinated chicken, they cannot tell the difference. That's why the food in Europe tastes so good. No chlorine flavor in chicken. The other day, I was looking at the list of food additives in the U.S. versus the one approved by the European Union. Can you believe that it is 100 pages in the U.S. versus 10 pages in Europe? Then we wonder why the American population is so sick and is the most medicated one in the world. Yes, food additive is another topic of discussion. I just came back from Paris. American food corporations have invaded France. Fast food corporations such as McDonald and KFC are everywhere. Lay's potato chips are all over at the French supermarkets. There are now a lot of obese people in France. Are you sure they are French and not the American tourists in France? French fries and potato chips used to be my favorite snacks. McDonald burgers do taste much better in Paris. I think it is the French cow. Joanna, I got news for you. French fries and potato chips contain acrylamide that may cause cancer. We will discuss it in another podcast. Matt, we will all die one day. We may as well eat what we want and die happily. Joanna, you are funny. This concludes our podcast today. Thank you for listening. Please tell your friends about our podcast channel. You can also buy us a cup of coffee by clicking on the link below the podcast descriptions. Thank you for your support and see you soon. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, share, and give us a 5-star review. For further details of our publications, please visit our website at abonbon.com. Ah